listening to Brave Girls Club. <laughs> Don't know what that is, but I'm Lindsay. I'm Kelly. And I'm Krista. And, and this, this is, is a, a podcast. podcast. <laughs> I remembered this time. Yay. So sorry if uh, our last episode bummed you the frick out. Yeah, um, it was a bummer to record. Yeah, we, we were, were sad. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, should we even post this? This is a bummer. Yeah. But we I'm glad that we did that. because everybody that <clears throat> listened to it that I knew really liked it. And they were like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really get any feedback either. My mom listened to it, and some of my coworkers listened to the podcast, and they were like, liking it, digging it, digging the okay. gruesome stuff. Cool, cool. Well, so. to uh, kind of flip the switch from last <laughs> week, this week we're going to do a theme, and we're all going to talk about uh, spooky Disney stuff this week. Yeah. Specifically Disneyland. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited for this. I've always been really interested in like hauntings at Disneyland and like Disneyland ghost stories because you know that place is haunted AF. Yeah. Like, is haunted. Is haunted. As AF. As AF. And I am excited to get into it. So, um, can I talk about my corpses? Yes. <laughs> sure. God. Did you guys read about the 7,000 corpses found in Mississippi? Uh, you no. um, like brought it up to me, but I wanted to wait D- until Danny now, so. brought it up to you, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, yeah, I wrote about that. Oh, okay. 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 So, so let us know about it. So basically, this is not Disney related. No, um, no, no. Different things. It's just anyway. a f- really fun news story. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Super fun. <laughs> Love it. Dead there bodies. was... <laughs> Uh, the University of Mississippi Medical Center is like built near where this old uh, asylum or like hospital for the mentally ill used to be. And they were recently trying to build like a road or something like that. And actually, this was a few years ago and they found like 66 unmarked graves, just like bodies buried in these like plywood caskets and so they like used radar to like look around and like figure out how many bodies were buried there and they found a thousand then they found two thousand and they figured there might be as many as seven thousand and it's like on this 22 acre plot of land and it's like all the people who died uh at this asylum and it was open from like 1855 to like the early uh, 1900s and it was like the first um, hospital for the mentally ill in Mississippi and yeah it's gonna wow. <laughs> like they figured that it would cost about $3,000 per body to like exhume what? and like rebury but um, <coughs> so that would be like if there are 7,000 bodies it would cost like $21 million <laughs> or something like that holy cow like and it's like owned by a university but they uh they might build like this thing called an ossuary i think is what it's called and they're gonna like intern the bodies and then like study them and it's also gonna be like a memorial place yeah i was gonna say whoa uh, mississippi don't build that road over that or do everyone's gonna die yeah haunted road haunted road feel like ghosts 
Build that road. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to be haunted, build that road. Build if that you road. Build it. They will come <laughs> and say and say boop. <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty spooky. I think it's like <clears throat> one in five people interned there, like died there or something like that. Wow, which is actually not the worst, uh, like outcome. Yeah, you know, or it. like yeah. Ooh. Oh boy! I mean, that's as, as far as old ass asylums go, those were the worst conditions. Ugh. I guess. Imagine being in an asylum in Mississippi in the 1800s. In the 1800s. I mean, now even. No offense to Mississippi, but <laughs> full offense to Mississippi. <laughs> uh, if you're from Mississippi, <laughs> sorry. Be nice. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to talk about those corpses yeah, real quick. I had no idea about yeah. that. Yeah, it must have not been there for that. Wow. But. Oh, and did you guys read that thing that, uh, was it Aaron who sent yeah, it? About like, the market guy in Oregon? Yeah, yeah. I didn't read it because it was before my interview. So. I didn't read it. <laughs> I read the, I read, I just didn't interview. have time. I read like the title and I thought it was funny and I just laughed at it. Yeah. <laughs> what is the title? It was like man carries severed head before in, stabbing. Yeah. Into like a grocery store I, before he stabbed someone. I like how they put like I noticed apparently it said allegedly. Oh yeah. But after he, they said the like carrying the knife and head part, like like that's for sure. Imagine just like that being at Ralph's sure. trying to buy some food and a man with a severed head just like comes strolling in, like you know what, spooky. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't happen here. Oh yeah, Oregon man apparently <laughs> carried severed. Wow, head it says apparently into store before stabbing. It's from foxnews.com. Ugh. But um, also, the Ian, Ian Brady died. Oh, the bummer. Mars murder guy. Oh, yeah. We're yeah, all yeah, really yeah, sad yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> boo. Rest that guy. Yeah. What'd you Oops. say in the chat? A boo hoo. <laughs> Boy can get wrecked. Yeah. yeah. Good that's, night. That's a bye bye. Story. Boy bye. Oh, boy bye. A boo hoo. Maybe he Abu. finally found That's my his girlfriend's thing. glove. <laughs> that I'm stealing. I'm I'm swag jacking all of Krista's <laughs> stuff because I've started saying wowie zowie, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's gonna be a boohoo. <laughs> oh, well, I should, think that's all the spooky news. All right, could should should we get into it? Was that yeah. the spooky news corner? <laughs> well, back I, to you. Yeah, I, I kind of always want to start it with spooky news since that's what the Brave Girls chat was. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do that then. Let's start doing that. Just some weeks there aren't that many spooky things going on, but this week was spooky as heck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Who's should I start first? Well, I figured we'd go. I thought it was going to be boop, boop. no, no. I, I thought she was going to go last, and then we can talk about. I thought it was going to be boop, boop, boop. <laughs> we talked about this earlier. I thought it was going to be boop, boop, boop. <laughs> okay, whatever you guys want to do. I wish you guys could just see all of us just like pointing at each other saying boop and we're all just very confused about this right now. Okay, sorry. I thought that um, you said it. I told... It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Okay. <clears throat> so I did the deaths at Disneyland. Mine's the boringest. Mine's also because it's basically just a list of people who died and how, okay. without a but ton of detail. At Disneyland, I know. So it's, so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, this is in chronological order. 
the first Do Disney. What up, baby? Yeah, <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby. Okay. The first Disneyland death was in May of 1964. <gasps> <gasps> Nothing. <I> <laughs> the spookiest <laughs> month of all. Yeah. That's a bad year. Yeah, that's a bad year. Mark Maples, a 15-year-old Long Beach, California resident, was killed when he tried to stand up on the Matterhorn bobsleds. Maples foolishly unbuckled his seatbelt and attempted to stand up as their bobsled neared the peak of the mountain. Maples lost his balance and was thrown from the sled to the track below, fracturing his skull and ribs and causing internal injuries. He died three days later. Malik, was that you? <laughs> you would do some dumbass shit like that, Malik. I really would. First, you flashed him, and then you fucking take your seatbelt off. Yeah. yeah, Malik told us a story about how he flashed his wiener to some ladies <laughs> at Disneyland, and he when almost he was got 11. kicked out. No. <laughs> I got off the log ride, <laughs> and the car that I'm in gets pulled to the side, like near the back, like a weird area. And they're like, oh, someone flashed their breasts. At, at the camera <laughs> and I was just like I'm an 11 year old boy I ain't got no titties I was close it was something like that it was scary <laughs> it, was, it was scary <laughs> thank you Malik anyway okay sorry I got a little mixed up okay June <laughs> June of 1966, Thomas Guy Cleveland, a 19-year-old Northridge, California resident, was killed when he attempted to sneak into Disneyland along the monorail track. Cleveland scaled the park's 16-foot-high outer fence on a grad night and climbed onto the monorail track, intending to jump or climb down once inside the park. Cleveland ignored a security guard's shouted warnings of an approaching monorail train and failed to leap clear of the track. He finally climbed down onto a fiberglass canopy beneath the track, but the clearance wasn't enough. The oncoming train struck and killed him, dragged his body 30 to 40 feet down the track. Whoa. Dang. That's All gnarly. these people are dumb, though. No. <laughs> well, so far... So far, they all deserve to die. You're right, Lindsay. <laughs> no, that's Lindsay is I meant. a very drag cold him. Get it? No! Drag him. Drag no! him, bitch. A baby. Drag him. Oh my drag god. Drag him to hell. Hell. Drag him to hell. Okay, wow. Never mind. Who's the next death? R.I.P. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> August 1967, Ricky Lee Yama, a 17-year-old Hawthorne, California resident, was killed when he disregarded safety instructions and exited his people mover car as the ride was passing through a tunnel. Yama slipped as he was jumping from car to car and was crushed to death beneath the wheels of oncoming cars. June 1973, Bogdan De La an 18-year-old Brooklyn resident drowned trying to swim across the rivers of America. Delaroe and his 10-year-old brother managed to stay on Tom Sawyer Island past its dusk closing time by climbing the fence separating the island from the burning settler's cabin. When they decided to leave the island a few hours later, they chose to swim across the river rather than call attention to their rule-breaking by appealing to cast members for help. 
because the younger brother did not know how to swim, Delarue tried to carry him on his back as he swam to shore. Bogdan Delarue went down about halfway across the river. The younger boy remained afloat by dog paddling until a ride operator hauled him aboard the boat. But Bogdan was nowhere to be found. His body was not located by searchers until the next morning. Yeah, there's a... Is it okay if I say one of my hauntings? Because that is one of them. Yeah. Or should I just... Oh, well... I figured if you said one that I... Like, yeah, do it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> um, people say that they hear like cries of like a little boy on the um, Mark Twain riverboat that sails on the rivers of America, and that's one of the hauntings. Is that little boy or the 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 dude? He he was eighteen. Oh. Well, they say, okay, it says that they hear, um, like, a little boy crying on the Mark Twain. Maybe he just had a really youthful sounding voice. Maybe. I don't know. That's one, that's one that I, that I know, though. And the Mark Twain is kind of spooky anyway. Like, if you're there on a dead night and you go like on the mark twain because they have the steamboat yeah Mm -hmm. i've never been on that me either that's like the only thing i've never done at disneyland really i love it i love like going up to the very top and it like it just goes like around and at night and like the lights are on it and it's really pretty and they play like jazz music and sometimes there's a jazz band that will play like on the boat and it's really cool. cool that is really cool yeah and but there is well there's like spooky parts like a lot of spooky parts in Disneyland but the Mark Twain is one that like definitely gets me when it's like on like an empty night and you're just like sitting there because not a lot of people go on it so sometimes it's just empty I want to go on it I didn't know you could yeah where's the line to get on the boat true it's just (laughs) it's right by the big thunder mountain I haven't been to Disneyland enough times yeah it's like right across from there okay all right anyway that's spooky Maybe someone else drowned there. Maybe. We'll find out later. Okay. (laughs) All right. June 1980, uh, Gerardo Gonzalez, a recent San Diego high school graduate, was killed on the people mover in an accident much like the one that had befallen Ricky Liyama 13 years earlier. Spooky. 13 years to the day. No, just kidding. (laughs) Spooky. Gonzalez, in the early morning hours of grad night celebration, was climbing from car to car as the people mover entered the super speed tunnel. Fucking grad nights because kids are idiots. Adjacent to the former America Sings building. Gonzalez stumbled and fell onto the track where an oncom- oncoming train of cars crushed him ay, 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 beneath the wheels him. and dragged him, dragged his body a few hundred feet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wowie. Wowie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. June 1983, Philip Strahan, an 18-year-old Albuquerque, New Mexico resident, also drowned in the rivers of America in yet another grad night incident. Strahan and a friend celebrating both both their graduations and Strahan's 18th birthday had been drinking quite heavily that evening. They sneaked into a cast members only area Mm. along the river and untied an inflatable rubber, rubber maintenance motorboat. Uh, deciding to take it for a joyride around the river. People, 
there are like fun rides to go on. Why yeah. are you gonna fucking steal a boat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no lines, man. <laughs> Unable to adequately control the boat, they struck a rock near Tom Sawyer Island, and Strahan was thrown into the water. His friend traveled back to shore to seek help, help, but Strahan drowned long before his body was finally located. An hour later, he was eighteen too. Bruh. Bruh. Just like don't. There's fun rides there already. <laughs> there are so many. Like, like if you, you want to ride a boat anywhere, go on Pirates of the Caribbean. Or the fucking Jungle Cruise. That is my shit. I yeah. love the Jungle Cruise. I want to be a skipper there when I grow up. Aw, you would be such a good <laughs> skipper when you grow up, Thank Krista. You. I, that's that's like a great what dream. I always wanted to be. Aw, that's cute. It's always a bummer when you get like a not funny skipper. But I think that you would be a really good one. Thank you. <laughs> what kind That's of jokes would you make? The best compliment. I don't know. I can't tell you guys. You have to come on the boat. <sighs> okay. I can't afford it. <laughs> Can we do like a fake one, like in my pool at home, oh, like yes. a little fake jungle cruise? <laughs> and I'll get fun. I'll get like l- little like fake animals and put them around my pool and you can just tell us animal jokes we can dress spindle up like a monkey yes yes okay Okay. let's do it okay let's do it that's my brother's dog okay january 1984 dolly regine young a 48 year old fremont california resident was killed on the matterhorn in an incident remarkably similar to the first disneyland guest death nearly 20 years earlier on the same day Uh, about two-thirds of the way down the mountain, Young was thrown from her seat into the path of an oncoming bobsled, her head and chest becoming pinned beneath its wheels. An Oy. examination of Young's sled revealed that her seatbelt was not fastened at the time of the accident. But because she was riding alone in the car, in the rear of the car of a sled, no one could determine whether or not she had deliberately unfastened her seatbelt. Do you wow. think that's the lady you saw? I don't or know. No. Was that the Matterhorn? Yeah, it was the yeah. Matterhorn. If you didn't listen to, what was it, our last campfire tale? It was one of them. Yeah, Just one of my campfire tales. I talk about how I may have seen some kind of an apparition on the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Did it tell you to take your seatbelt off? <laughs> like luring Spooky. me to take my seatbelt off? Join me. That's no. creepy. There's already two ghosts there, at least. Mm-hmm. All right. This one happened on Christmas Eve, 1998. Um. In a tragic Christmas Eve accident, one Disneyland cast member and two guests were injured, one fatally, when a rope used to secure the sailing ship Columbia as it docked on the Rivers of America tour, uh, tore loose the metal cleat to which it was attached. The cleat sailed through the air and struck the heads of two guests who were waiting to board the ship. Oh, my Luan God. Luan Fai Dawson, 33, of Duval, Washington, and his wife, Lu Thoi Vuong, 43. Dawson was declared brain dead two days later and died when his life support system was disconnected. The accident oh resulted God. in the first guest death in Disneyland's history that was not attributable to any negligence on the part of the guest it was a result of a combination of insufficiently rigorous ride maintenance and an insufficiently experienced supervisors assuming an attraction operator's role and prompted a movement for greater government oversight of theme park operations and safety procedures 
Wow. That's a sad one. Yes. All right, this is the last one and the most recent one, which is 2003. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay, this is September 5th, 2003. A 22-year-old man, Marcelo Torres of Gardena, California, died, and several other guests were injured when a locomotive separated from its train along a tunnel section of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Torres bled to death after suffering blunt force trauma of the chest. Oh my god. That's probably the worst one. Bled to death. Yeah. Are you laughing? You think that's funny, Malik? My chest is congested. Uh I have chest congested. I have chest congested. (laughs) Malik is sneeze laughing. (laughs) I have chest congested. I have congestion. Wow. Um, I would just Um, like to point out one thing that I noticed. Um, All those people were boys. (laughs) (laughs) No. Except for one. And that, like, sounded like almost like it could have been a suicide. But, like, everybody acting up was fucking boys. And they died. Boys are stupid. Yeah. (laughs) They're all, like, teenage boys. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Trying to be like, look, guys, look it. Guys, (laughs) look it. Look what I'm going to do right now, guys. It's crazy. It's going to be cool. Watch. (laughs) Watch me drown. It's going to be cool, guys. Watch. Yeah. Guys, hey guys I'm gonna stand to, up on this. You Look don't at need me to go. impress your dumbass friends because you probably won't be friends with them after high school, anyways. Yeah. Like, it ain't worth it. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um. Do you recognize any of those stories from your haunting? Actually, no. Oh dang. Well, then but, I guess Disneyland is a haunted. Well, one the end. I um. For the record, I didn't write anything down for this just because I already know everything. <laughs> but um. And also, there's no, like, r- like that I could find, at least. There's no, like, real, like, prominent ghost stories. It's, like, but they have a lot. Like, if you look up on YouTube, it's fun. They have a lot of ghosts on tape really? at Disneyland. Ooh. Yes. There is a video um, of something walking, like, out of the Haunted Mansion, which is so funny because it's the Haunted Mansion. And it's, like, walking down the path, and it's, like, caught on, like, multiple, like, security cameras. That's spooky. It's spooky, and it's fun to watch. And then there's also, supposedly, um, well, a lot of people, we've talked about this before, too, a lot of people um, spread people's ashes at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So um, there is a story of a mother that... um, spread her um her son's ashes on pirates of the caribbean and there is security footage like after closing of a something like sitting in a boat like alone with nothing else that's kind of creepy it's like a white that just gave me chills yeah you know what like these are all the deaths Mm -hmm. all nine of them i believe Mm mm-hmm and um, I could have sworn that I've heard rumors of other deaths. Like, I think I've heard of a boy getting killed on Who Framed Roger Rabbit or on the I ever feel heard like I've heard that, too. On the Roger Rabbit ride. And I've also heard hmm. a lot of people not dying, but like getting scalped. Oh, well. What? That wouldn't be on the list because <laughs> yeah. these are deaths. But I think I've also. What about. Wasn't there like a worker who got crushed? Yes. Oh. That's a real one. You never. You didn't look that one up. Or you didn't see maybe, that one? Maybe, oh, I think these are only guest deaths. Oh. That makes sense. I know that story very well. I can tell it. Yeah, tell it. Um, there was an 
if you're familiar with Disneyland, where Innoventions is now, it's in Tomorrowland, and it's a big rotating building, and it rotates very slowly. Mm-hmm. And back in the 70s, it was a attraction called America Sings, right. where you sit in a um, theater-like thing. You sit in this theater, and it's like a show, and the stage would rotate, and then it's another show. And then it would rotate and then it's another show. And it, it's like it was like a patriotic mm-hmm. thing with like um, animal, like Wasn't animatronic there, like, animals. And stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah. With like <laughs> animatronic animals and like little like hats singing like patriotic songs. Well, <laughs> what? an eagle wearing a hat, Krista. Get with the picture. America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I bel- I'm almost positive that this happened in the 70s um a worker that was standing by like um i don't know if she was the like operator or anything but she was just like standing by maybe she was like the person trying to like watch like the audience or something make sure nothing i don't know but when the um she was standing too close to the rotating wall when it spinned and she got crushed and there is a video there is a video on youtube of someone filming the it's like on an old vhs thing of someone filming the show and then everybody starts freaking out because you hear like a scream and then like everybody starts oh, freaking and out and then bone the, crushing and then Ugh. the video ends. And this is on YouTube.com. Yes. YouTube.com, bitch. Yes. Oh my it's God. It's so scary. Colon forward slash forward slash yeah. YouTube.com. It's so scary. And then there's that rumor. You guys have heard that rumor that it's a small world rumor, right? I've heard so many stories about. It's a small world, what I do feel. You mean? Which that they're all dead children? No, the hanging person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like an urban legend-y one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. tell that one. I like that. Well, oh, I only have, I, I've only prepared like one big one. So if you want to talk oh, about it. Oh, okay. Ooh. I don't know if it's like a conspiracy theory or something. A lot of people like swear that it really happened, but um disney is like no that never happened apparently there's like proof of like a photo but it's like blurry so you can't mm-hmm. I tell see the picture. and there's but, like accounts online of people that were like there yeah when it happened yeah but i mean disney's a big corporation so they were probably like nope didn't happen mm-hmm. uh-uh, no 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 but i guess apparently an employee hung himself from the ceiling of it's a small world and guests like could see him <sighs> while on the ride. The song drove him mad. That's a lot of the like theories and stuff. Like it's a haunted song. Mm-hmm. And all the little kids, their eyes are real human eyes. <laughs> Do you, are you going to tell another one about? No, I don't. That's the only about one that, that I know ride. about. It's a small world. Why about how like um, some of the em- like after hours employees like have reported that the dolls move by themselves. Oh, at night. yeah. That's with a lot of the animatronics there, mm-hmm. though. But a the dolls lot are probably because some of them have just like eyes anymore. that shift oh, around, you know, like, yeah, that's creepy. Uh-huh. That's super creepy. And um, a lot of um, employees say that they hear um the animatronics in Pirates of the Caribbean move a lot and that like say things. That's probably the creepiest one. Cause I like everything's that. like Quiet. dead and scary mm-hmm. or and dark. Yeah. 
Well, they don't turn like everything off, really. Just I the think, lights. Yeah. No, I think that they. <laughs> I think that they keep like the lights on, but which makes it fucking scarier. Mm-hmm. But there is also a ghost story of um, uh, the on Main Street. There is like known to be like a lady in white seen like walking down Main Street after hours. I feel like I've heard that one. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one. That's creepy too. Mm-hmm. I should have hit up my friend Steve. He worked there for a long time. I bet he has a lot of junk to say. I have a there couple is, from There friends. is definitely something. I think it it also like kind of goes with the whole like magical thing of Disneyland mm-hmm. is that it's also very like eerie sometimes. Like the Snow White ride is legit scary. True. It is. It's like And there's no one ever in line for it, so you could just like get right yeah, on and and get scared cuz she like <laughs> it like no, never mind. I'm thinking of Mr. Toad where they go like right well, to hell. Oh yeah, when they go to hell, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Well, a lot but of the witches old... in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She like turns around or something and, and like, those she's right those there. trees that like mm-hmm. have the faces and that stuff. That part is legit and scary I too. Disneyland. Yeah. I haven't been since I was 18 and I'm 49 now. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is not 49. I feel we 49. Should, 17. We should like make a fake Twitter and like program it to like retweet all the like Disneyland ticket like win them. So like we oh, have a better yeah. Yeah, winning. let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Malik, can you do that, please? Thank you. Thank you, Malik. Get on that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there is there is a a corner of Disneyland that always makes me feel like that. Which one? It is off of Main Street in, like, um, I have a really good picture of it on my Instagram from like a picture that I took on a rainy day and it was, it's just like a little like tucked in corner, like off of main street by like the lockers. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, there's something about that little corner that's like, I don't know. It just like, is this, it's spooky to me. It doesn't feel like Disneyland. Yeah. It's like, it's spooky. It's worth mentioning that Lindsay is afraid of lockers. Yeah, I hate them. Get them so away. That, that might be part of it. Also, um, Jungle Cruise. We were talking about Jungle Cruise at night. Jungle Cruise at night. Have you ever been on Jungle no. Cruise at night? Mm-mm. They just have a flashlight. Oh, that is and spooky. shine it on the freaking <laughs> animatronic hippos and shit. It's beautiful, but it's very scary. That sounds like fun. That does sound fun. I I will only go on Jungle Cruise at night. Because Everybody it's spooky. I know hates that ride. I'm like the only one what? that loves that ride. And I'm I like, love you that guys Christmas time. Christmas time. They turned into Jingle Cruise, and all the animals have little <laughs> Santa hats on, just like nature. <laughs> yes. And they tell Christmas <laughs> jokes, and it's really funny and fun. They tell like, like, my oh, rides. not the animals. No, no. like <laughs> like what the do skipper. the animals say? <laughs> they don't really say much. Uh, yeah, um, my bad. Walt Disney wanted real animals in that ride. There's fucking tigers and hippos and like gorillas. And he wanted like real ass animals. <laughs> real ass Ranglin ass animals. Yes. And then like a specialist was like, um, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
we can't do that right now. We can't find any. There yeah. Are no more. Sorry, Walt. Well, I, I guess that they convinced him by saying, like, they'll be sleeping in the daytime. So, <laughs> what? You know. Just turns the Disney like that? Yeah. He's yeah. like, okay. Womp, womp, womp. We can take you to the zoo on Saturday, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> Let's go get an ice cream. Oh, that's funny. That How sad. Funny. Any more good ghosts? Um, let's see. Is there like does Walt Disney haunted at all? Um, yeah, there are like known, but I feel like it's everywhere. What? Didn't he live above the fire yes, station? Yes, he did. And they have his light on mm-hmm. all the way all all the time uh-huh. in there like his lamp uh-huh. desk light except for the day that he died mm-hmm. they turn it off i feel I... like there are stories about people seeing him up there but i may yeah. just be thinking of the witch or like the queen <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah he like, did they have him there do they he, he did live up in the fire station and mm-hmm. he also before um before he died, he was building another like suite where the dream suite is now, mm-hmm. which is above Pirates of the Caribbean. And it and I think that he's known to like be around there as well. If I was Walt Disney, I would if I was a ghost, period, I would be haunting Disneyland every goddamn day. Uh same and I would like steal all the churros as a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Just like mm, thank you. Dole whip. A Dole Whip. It's vegan. <laughs> What is that? It's like Dole Whip? Like, I don't even know. It's like not even frozen yogurt, but it kind of is frozen yogurt. Um, I guess. It's just a pineapple, like frozen I, treat. Yeah. It's, it's so sorbet. good. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Like That's a sorbet. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's really good. It's so refreshing. I love getting the float with the ice cream on top of pineapple juice. Is this like a Disneyland thing or is it yeah. anywhere? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Disneyland and Hawaii. Those are the only two places <laughs> you can get it. No, like really. And it's, um, it's, you can get it by the Tiki Room, mm-hmm. which is another spot. That also gives me the heebie-jeebies, like I've right been outside. I there one time, and it was only because they were giving away like the special like fiftieth uh, anniversary hats or something. Like once you leave, uh huh. That no, oh wait, no, not that oh. one. It was like a, it was it had silver ears and clouds on it. I don't uh-huh. remember which one it was, but they were giving them away at the end of the ride, so you had to like sit through the tiki room, and then you got the hat afterwards. So that's why I did it. Well, but I never will do it again. The the tiki room is like my favorite thing ever. I don't like the tea. Right? I love it. But the little outside area where you wait for the show to start at night <clears> is like very like they have like neon lights like shining on all the tiki's and their like faces are like scary. So oh. it's very eerie. You know what I like at Disneyland? What? The the Muppet show thing. The Muppet 3D show at that was at California Adventure that's not there anymore. Oh man, I haven't been to Disneyland forever. <laughs> I do. I loved that show. I miss it so much now. It's some dumb frozen shit. <laughs> frozen shit. <Aww>. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Krista, you want to oh, yeah, tell sure. yours today okay. or you want to have a turn? Yeah, I'll have my turn now. <laughs> okay. okay. 
All right. So instead of doing a bunch, like I'm going to do conspiracy theories, but instead of doing a bunch of different ones, I'm just going to tell you my favorite one, mm-hmm. which is that Walt Disney was a member of the uh, Illuminati and his VIP lounge. <sighs> Club 33 was originally used as a meeting place for the Illuminati. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to talk about Club 33. <laughs> yes. That's my whole story today. Yes. So oh I will God. just tell you like a this little is bit. so fun. I love that. I'm so happy we did this. This is so fun. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about like the history of like the construction of Club 33 and then okay, I'll go into yes. those videos. Yes! <laughs> so Walt Disney first got the idea for Club 33 after visiting VIP lounges at the World's Fair. Because New Orleans Square was still under construction at Disneyland, Walt decided to build the VIP lounge into that area. So the club opened in May of 1967 as a VIP hangout spot for the industry elites and corporate sponsors, including companies like Ford, Monsanto, Bank of America, United Airlines, General Electric, and Pepsi. Never heard of them. Never um, heard of them. (laughs) Are known to be pretty spooky companies themselves. Um, Spooky. So uh, it is said that in order for a liquor license to be given out for this area of the park, the new ad- a new address had to be provided. So they say like the address 33 Roy- Royal Street was assigned to the space for that reason. And a small golden plate engraved with 33 was placed above the discreet gray door in New Orleans Square. Membership is very exclusive, and there's a 15-year waiting list to get approved. It is a $25,000 sign-up fee, and the current annual membership fees come out to about $11,000. Damn! Fuck. Yeah. So, um, there are perks, though, which are, like, you don't just, like, get into the club. Um, You can also get exclusive access to certain areas and attractions, free tickets to the park, fast passes, and, of course, access to the notorious Club 33. Wow. So um, how the club got the name Club 33 is a bit of a mystery. Some believe it's because there were 33 original sponsors of Disneyland. Others believe it's because the number 33 looks like two pairs of mouse ears, Mickey and Minnie, when it's turned on inside. Um, That's cute. I like that one. Yeah, that one's cute. (laughs) (laughs) But the most intriguing theory is due to Walt's alleged status as a 33rd degree Freemason. (gasps) Yeah. I was so. hoping it was something spooky <laughs> like that. That's the one. That's why. That's why. why. That's the one. So uh, a fellow Mason named John Glick claimed to have seen Walt at a few Freemason meetings, but he wasn't there often due to his demanding schedule being Walt <laughs> Disney and everything. Mm-hmm. Too busy for the Freemasons. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know, a 33 degree Mason is the highest honor a Scottish Rite member can receive. Because there are so few who reach this level, the status of 33rd degree Masons have become the stuff of legends. Now, the Freemasons' membership rituals and activities are very confusing and take a lot more research than what I was willing to do. Mm -hmm. So um, what I uh, found out was that all the degrees below the 33rd have no clue of the actual severity of the Freemasons' um, power and control over the entire world's population. Mm -hmm. If they aren't synonyms for each other, the Freemasons and the Illuminati work very closely together and are in the process of recruiting the world's wealthy elite to set in motion the sinister agenda of the New World Order. I found all of these things on very legit websites with black background and like neon green writing. (laughs) That's how you know. It's real. It's real. Um, so if you're so inclined, there are many websites and articles written by alleged former members of the Freemasons and some of their accounts of the details of rituals to become a 33 degree, 33rd degree Freemason are pretty terrifying. 
um, the idea that the uh, that the happiest place on earth is an actually a meeting place for some of the most evil people in the world. But looking at clues in the architecture and decor of Club 33 and at Disneyland itself makes even me a little bit unsure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Club 33 has been relocated since its opening in 1967. So much of the original design is no longer visible, including the original entrance and the interesting tile patterns it displayed. Uh, right as one enters the door, there are two rectangular designs leading up to the staircase. People claiming to be masons have stated that the rectangular designs could be interpreted as, as the twin pillars of the Temple of Solomon, which represent the gateway to otherworldly realms and are at the entrance of every Freemason temple. Very spooky stuff. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, very spooky. They are also phallic in design because, of course, it's a dick. Um Ooh. It's like the Freemasons are a bunch of sixth grade boys and won't let women into their little clubhouse. <laughs> They're a daughter of the Freemason, um, which it, which is uh, there's a kind of Girl Scouts kind of club called the Rainbow Girls for daughters of Freemasons. That is not as cool of a name. Yeah. And then there's like one for like boy, like sons of them, but I don't remember the name. Um Anyway, oh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. It's like a weird word that's not like English. The muchacho boys. <laughs> Something like that. Um, anyway, each pillar is often engraved with the words Yakayan, which means he shall establish, and Baz, which means in it is strength. Mm. Interpret that how you will. There are also people and Disneyland employees who claim to have accidentally stumbled upon rituals and secret entrances within the Disney parks. Interestingly, many of the stories name the Matterhorn as having secret <gasps> rooms and tunnels within Stop. it used for sinister purposes and sacrifices. Spooky. Um, but I thought this was the most interesting thing. Um, and I'll, I'll end my story on this. The, mo the most iconic symbol being the classic mouse head and ears created with just three simple circles representing the three degrees of the Mason Lodges. Uh, I buy it. Yeah. Real quick, <laughs> was the was the boy club named Demolay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That is sinister sounding. Yeah. Demolay. Um, there are a bunch of accounts, like, like I said, from people who have, um, like, a been invited to become 33rd degree uh, Mason members or whatever. And they have to like fly to Washington. Their wives aren't allowed to be there. It's like a week long process. And like, you have to like go through these steps and um, the Freemasons kind of, uh, they say that their, their group is like a, like a Christian thing. And they're like all about like being like men of God or whatever. Mm -hmm. But apparently in a lot of these, um, 33rd degree rituals you have to like denounce that like that you're not like you're godless and that he's not real and that like you're that you're not a follower of christ and like that's why a lot of these members are like this is not what i thought it was you guys you don't know Ooh. what you're in for like and it's a it's really creepy dang wow so yeah <laughs> i picture the freemasons meetups like you know that thing where you put your forehead on a bat and spin in circles really fast and then try to run without falling down? Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. Or like that thing where you have to like put a spoon in your mouth and there's an egg on the yeah, end yeah, and yeah. you have you to know like what's do the race. Very scary. The reason why I knew what Demolay and Rainbow is is because I had a childhood friend mm. that was in Rainbow 
Is she still alive? Yeah. Okay. Is she prospering? But I had no idea it had to do with all of that. I thought it was just like a Girl Scout club. Yeah, it's a Girl Scout club for girls whose dads are Freemasons. What the fuck, dude? That's scary. <laughs> well, it's also scary because um, her uncle... Wow, I'm putting her on blast. I don't know if she listens <laughs> you didn't to say her name or anything, so that's <laughs> um, Her uncle, like, is a organizer of Demolay. Wow. Oh, what the hell? That's, that's crazy. The, that's the reason why I was like, wait, Rainbow, I wonder if... The boy one is Demolay. Yeah, that's and it. And it is. Girl, that's crazy. Um, that's crazy. We have a Mason Lodge in Victorville. Did you know that? No. It's by the theater. John's Incredible Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, no, it's um, it's by the High Desert Center for the Arts. Oh, wow. Like on Hesperia Road. It's a blue building. Wow, I didn't know. I literally just thought it was like a christian girl scout type of a girl yeah you would think so they don't know they don't know what they're doing they got to get out now i read something the other day that said that jesus invented rainbows he did that's true and like people were mad like you gays don't be using the rainbow jesus made it oh he did make it but jesus hung out with the gays all the time yeah and the gays got the like from the pride flag and everything they got that from uh somewhere over the rainbow the song the man i didn't know that yeah because judy garland is a very big gay icon yep anyway (laughs) i I also have a a bonus story for you guys bonus murder um on krista's paper that she has it just says bonus exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point murder exclamation point (laughs) all caps (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I, my teacher, my, um, mass communications teacher mentioned it last week. Um, wait, does this have to do with Disney? Yes. Okay. It's not Disneyland, but it's like Disney world. Okay. That's fine. um, fine. You know what? It's good. So it's (laughs) Florida. You all know about, uh, the Epcot center in Disney world. Mm Yes. Um, do you I've guys always know wanted what it, to go there. Do you know what it stands for? What Epcot stands for? No. Mm-mm. Okay. It stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Okay. Oh. Okay. So um, Walt Disney always had this dream of creating a model community, which everything was perfect and life is like Disneyland every day. Mm-hmm. And in 1996, that actually came true. Um, there was a town of 11,000 people like made by the Disney company called Celebration and it's in Florida. And it has 106 residences, as well as shops, churches, and restaurants. If you've ever seen the movie The Truman Show, uh-huh. it looks just like that. Oh. I was That's the first thing I thought of when you, were, yeah. when you said that. Okay. So it's like not even really a town. It's technically an unincorporated community, so it doesn't have its own governing body. It's just like included in the larger township around it. Uh-huh. Um, it has two main roads in and out down the center of the town, and everything is clean and tidy and perfectly painted. And it's just, like, this idyllic, like, community. Wow. So each house is pretty much exactly the same as the last, down to the lawn and the bushes. Driving is unnecessary, and many people walk to work and to school and to the grocery store and stuff. Wait, people live here? Yes, 11,000 people live there. 11,000? That's a lot. It's not that many people, but... um, well, in t- I think the 2010 census, there was like almost 8,000 people there living there. Oh, okay. But it like it between eight and 11,000 is what they what they say. 
Um, there are parks and playgrounds for children and everything down to the sewer grates are perfectly designed and planned to like fit the image. Like they, they have their own design that says like celebration Florida on like everything. And, um, <laughs> this is scary. It's, yeah, it's, it's a little uh, bit creepy. Like, uh -huh. um, so as we know, good things never last and things are not always what they seem. Mm -hmm. um, in 2010, the first suicide occurred in Celebration, Florida, when 52-year-old Craig Fushi, facing a divorce as well as a foreclosure of his home, shot himself after barricading himself inside his home. And there was like a face-off with police and they threw a gas like canister or whatever in there and then he shot himself. So that was the first um, suicide. But this event was kind of overshadowed, uh, overshadowed because a few days earlier, they um, had their first murder. <laughs> so, oh, oh my God. Um, it was the murder of Celebration resident, 58-year-old Matteo Giovendito. He was wow. found in his condo strangled with a shoelace, as well as brutally bludgeoned with an axe. The murder oh. came as an apparent shock to the community because it was like a whole town of like weird like upper middle class white people mm -hmm. that like talk to their neighbors and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, he was known as a lover of Disney and he was a retired teacher. Um, but things took a disturbing turn when the killer was located. His name was David Israel Zenon Murillo, a 30 year old homeless man. Murillo stated that Giovandito had picked him up and offered him beer and money to wash his Corvette. Murillo accepted and was taken to Giovandito's home, where he passed out soon after drinking the beer. Murillo had woken up to Giovandito on top of him, sexually assaulting him. <gasps> and he like came to his senses and um, found an axe in a nearby closet, delivered three blows to Giovandito's body before strangling him with a shoelace to make sure he was dead. Is that verified? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Um, after the news of the murder came out, many of Giovandito's former male students began coming forward anonymously to report that Giovandito had, in fact, molested and sexually assaulted them for years while he taught at many schools across the country. Oh, my God. Murillo was still convicted of second degree murder, though, and sentenced to life in prison. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this whole town, uh, and it's fucked up residents are like a postmodernist dream. It's like amazing. Um, that sounds yeah, like just, a nightmare. Yeah. Wow. That sounds I, like a movie. Yeah. It's like, a, almost like American beauty or like yeah. Truman Show or like yeah. something like that. They yeah. just, but yeah, I, I thought you guys would like to know that story. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I never, I wonder if there's photos of that town on the there internet. Is. Yeah. You can look it up. It's like a real ass town where people live. Yeah. Wow. That's so weird. Yeah. I had no idea it even existed until my teacher mentioned it while we were talking about postmodernism in class. <laughs> so I got my uh, guest deaths from Snopes. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, I, I checked out the Disney section. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And the, the very first article that popped up was titled, I didn't even read it. I just wrote down the uh, title. Are Disney's turkey legs really emu legs? <gasps> <laughs> I'm guessing. They are huge. <laughs> I don't know. They are gigantic. And they whenever are. I see someone eating it, I just look at them like, no. Yum. Last time no, I went the there with my friends, Stop, they all got one. I ate the bones. And I had to go get some of that like vegetarian gumbo from uh -huh. New Orleans Square. Yeah, it's good. It is it's really good. good. 
I also read a thing that uh, used to be true, but isn't now, where if you're around the Toy Story characters, like the people dressed oh, up as, uh-huh. yeah. if you yell, Andy's coming, they'll like flop down on the floor and pretend to be toys. But too many cool. people started doing yeah. it, and so they couldn't, <laughs> they, they don't do it anymore. Yeah. They'll shake their finger at you like this. It's funny. Also, everybody <laughs> knows about the topless woman in the Rescuers movie, yes. right? Yeah. I can't believe that. And the wiener in uh, Little Mermaid mm. Castle. Is that for real though? And like, sex in the seen stars. It, but it's a reach. It's a reach. Yeah, stuff just looks like dicks all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real buildings like look the like pillars. Dicks. Yeah. In uh, Club Thirty Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a dick. Yeah. But they there's dicks. an actual image of a topless lady in the yeah. Rescuers movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look like it the, up. The sex in the stars. That one yeah. is also kind of a reach. Yeah. But I heard it's people not. say it's SFX. And it's like for the special effects team that works. That's on the what movie. it looks like mm-hmm. to me, if mm-hmm. anything at all. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. And there's a few others of those like hidden things. I forgot about those. I should have looked some of those up. Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> Apparently, there's a Disney film, or like Walt Disney made, or the Disney company made a movie called The Story of Menstruation. I've heard that, yes. What? And it's an educational film made for International Cellu Cotton Company, delivered in October 18th, uh, 1946. Uh, through animation and diagrams, the film discusses the female reproductive organs and follows development from babyhood to motherhood. A popular Disney film for girls in school for several decades. Wow. I had never heard of that, but now I've I have to watch before, it. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that sad Mickey video? Yes. That mm-hmm. scares the shit out of me. That what? is creepy. What is Where it? he like commits there, suicide or something. There's a oh, that's fake, right? I don't know. It's never confirmed, like legitimately never confirmed. Even if it is fake, it's still like really yeah, creepy and like unsettling. It's just like over and over a video of Mickey Mouse walking down a street, like looking all like sad and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like really, really old film. So it's all like crackly and it looks uh-huh. really scary. We should post that on the on the <laughs> Brave Girls Instagram because it's like scary. Yeah. And then at the end, like... um like it just like blots out and that's like it but there's something about it that's like extremely scary and there is like a scream at the end or something like uh, he commits suicide what yeah okay here's another thing (laughs) okay (laughs) sounds fake but okay it does sound fake but okay but well it could be but it's still like the video itself is still scary even if it was fake but i get spooked out by videos too easy i'll probably pee my pants that's okay Okay. It happens to the best of us. So <laughs> he's so supportive. <laughs> Splash Mountain. Like people like to flash the camera. Yes. Is that what Malik, you're talking about, Malik? Malik. <laughs> it was Splash Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And people call it Flash Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's someone's <laughs> job to like go through the pictures and make sure there's no boobs. And then, wow. And like if you're on the same uh, like log or whatever as some as a lady who flashes her boobs, you don't get your picture but then you can um get like a pass to go to the front of the line and write it again oh like if it's like your family writing with just some pervy lady flashing her boobs (laughs) who does that i don't know man apparently malik (laughs) gross (laughs) okay this is something that i had heard rumors of for like since i was a kid and it was 
the closure and removal of Disneyland Skyway in November of 1994. <gasps> yes! Which was yes. prompted by a guest having fallen from the ride several months earlier and mm-hmm. dying. That is a rumor. Mm-hmm. That never happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I had heard that ever since I was a kid, I, and I always thought it was true. If there was one ride that I could bring back... It would be that right. Yeah. I wonder. It went through the Matterhorn. Yeah. Like it was so cool looking. I want to go on that. I love the old photos of that ride. Yeah. Oh, it looks so cool. So cool. And then the last thing I wrote down from Snopes was the basketball court on the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Which is a small attic-like space near the top of the Matterhorn structure. And it does indeed contain a basketball rim, black backboard, and floor markings, but the cramped area is smaller in size than a regulation half court, so the term basketball court is used rather loosely here. This common piece of Disney lore has it that uh, Disneyland Matterhorn how that Disneyland's Matterhorn houses a basketball court because at the time it was built an Anaheim city ordinance prohibited the building of structures exceeding a certain height with the single exception of sports facilities (laughs) in order to skirt this law crafty old Walt Disney supposedly had a basketball court installed within the Matterhorn so that he could claim the structure was a sports arena and thereby avoid avoid the height restrictions But this legend is false. Uh, It is nothing more than a bit of fanciful fun. The Matterhorn was finished in 1959, but the uh, city of Anaheim did not have regulations restricting the height of structures until the 1970s. But the small... This is a fun fact. The small area atop the Matterhorn is used as a resting space and preparation area for the costume climbers. Mm, I love them. Who sometimes entertain park guests by scaling the mountain. According to the Disney Channel program Inside Out, not the movie, I guess this was a show, Mm -hmm. uh, the basketball court came to be when one of these climbers brought in and installed a basketball hoop and backboard for use as an amusement to pass the time when inclement weather or other conditions prevented the climbers from working outside the mountain. I thought that was cute. Mm. When the... The Matterhorn, like, recently was closed for, like, years and years and years Mm -hmm. and years, and they did a big, like, remodel and everything, and when it reopened, I got to see the guys climbing up the mountain and stuff. It was so cool and cute. It was so cute. But another fun fact is, did you know that both Space Mountain and um, Splash Mountain are are both taller than the Matterhorn? Like the actual ride, mm-hmm. oh, which it doesn't seem like yeah, it because there's a bunch of rooms for child sacrifices in the top. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. to make yeah. room for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So to end this episode, I want to tell you a few stories from my friend KJ who works for Disney oh, that wow. he told me. There's more. I thought that was the bonus murder. No, I, I saved these two for last because <gasps> I really wanted to end. Uh-huh. This. Okay. So, um. So this one's from KJ. He says um, he heard this story last week from a guy who worked as a janitor at the Disney studio lot for 20 years on the lot. The company decided to keep Walt Disney's old office the same way it was left by him before he died. So everything from his papers to every piece of decoration he has is still there. Wow. That janitor's job at the end of every night is to go into that office and dust and clean. 
because Walt left his office light on before he died. The light in the office always stays on, even after hours. So one uh, one night while the janitor was cleaning, he wasn't thinking and accidentally turned off the light. As he left the building, he realized what he did and ran back inside to turn on the light, but it was already back on. <gasps> he was Stop it. He was confused since he was the only one in the building and who had access to it. As he shrugged it off and turned to walk back out, he felt a sudden chill and swore he heard a, a slight chuckle and a voice say, I'm still here. He said he made sure to never turn that light off again. Ooh, <laughs> wow. And that's he said, story. that's a great st- I have chills. Yeah, me too. That's a cute. Oh, that's so, like cute and sweet. There's another one that's actually from, from KJ. Like, so this is his own experience. He says, um, when I first started working there and came to work earlier than usual, I walked into the building where his office was. I was super early. So the people who worked in that building weren't there yet. I ran in to use the bathroom because I couldn't wait to go where my office was. While I was in the restroom, I heard a man chuckling and talking on the phone, but I, but I assumed workers were there. When I walked out and towards where the noise was, the office was still empty. I glanced at the only lit room, Walt's office, and booked it. <gasps> oh my <laughs> God. He's there. He is there. And this is the last one that I wanted to save for last. This is was actually in his the comments because he posted this story on Facebook. Ooh. And this is from another person who worked... Um, at Walt Disney World, um, he said, at Walt Disney World out on the Seven Seas Lagoon in front of the Magic Kingdom, there is an island that is said to be where Walt was buried. Every night during the evening fireworks, you can see what looks like a fluttering light zipping and zooming around the island. Having access to that island, I can attest that there are no electronics of any kind on it, but tucked away amongst some of the obviously unnaturally occurring vegetation is an unmarked headstone. Stop. What? Stop yep. it. <laughs> Wait, where? At Walt Disney World. Yeah, where? At the Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, well, I don't In know. front of the Magic Kingdom. It's a little island oh that p- people like say Walt is buried. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and that story was from somebody, his name is Steven, who, Steven. who worked there also. Steven. So, yeah. Good stories. Oh, yeah. Those are so good, Krista. Those are so good. Yes. Thank you, KJ and Steven, for, for those stories. Wow. I say we turn this into a Disney podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep them coming. Wow. Yep. That was really fun. This is a fun episode. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a much different vibe than last week. Yeah. 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 Should we so, plug our stuff real quick? Or Yeah. Uh, what? What is it? Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> who are we? What is this? What's my uh, name? Where am I? We're always accepting your stories for our campfire fire tale episodes. Our what? Our campfire <laughs> Our campfire tales episodes. Uh, any spooky stories you have that you want to contribute and hear read on a do-it-yourself podcast, uh, send them over to bravegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Instagram is bravegirlspodcast. Our Twitter is bravegirlspod. And you can find us on Facebook. We're uh, Brave Girls Club Podcast mm-hmm. on there. Yep. So come check us out. Follow us on Twitter. We don't post that much because nobody follows us. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I mean, if you follow us. We'll post. Yeah. How about yeah. That? If 
How once about we it? get to 20 followers, we'll start tweeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our Instagram is popping, though. Yeah. yeah, it truly is. I love our Instagram. Mm-hmm. I almost posted yesterday was Mother's Day because mm-hmm. we're recording this on a Monday. And I almost posted a picture of Diane Downs. Oh, on, but I decided not to. No. Oh, goodness. Ooh. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Happy belated Mother's Day. Yeah. If you a mom, shouts out to you. Shouts out to you. Shouts right. out to my mom. <laughs> Shout out to all of our all of our moms and family uh, like we do every time yeah because we always <laughs> know, at the end it always turns into like a family love fest <laughs> love all right guys. guys is that it for today then so. yeah all right all right bye bye, bye. bye. thanks guys. for listening